I know that for most of us, like creating systems and processes feels like a root canal. Like it's not fun. Um, <laughs> right. But, yeah, sure. um, you know, to use a dental analogy, like if you go in and you get your checkups, you know, every six months and you look at your operations every six months, it won't lead to that. Hey there, and welcome to a brand new episode of Delivering Marketing Joy. I am your host, Kirby Hossman, and joining me today is a brand new rock star. She's the founder at Scale Time. She's served over 300 digital agencies and has been featured in Forbes and Entrepreneur. Juliana Marolanda, thanks so much for joining me. Oh, thank you so much. I am excited to be here. Cool, cool. So I'm excited because you have helped people scale. So I want to talk a little bit about growing. Um, you know, businesses, I think sometimes they they will grow to a certain point, but like there, there seems to be business plateaus, like the 1 million, the 1.3 million and $7 million mark. Why are there business plateaus at, at those marks, do you think? Um. So I I often laugh, right? Because I, I'll point out to the 1.3 and people are mm -hmm. like, like 1.3 sounds really weird. Yeah. Um, and, and every single time I get on a sales call, people have been like, yeah, I've been at this, like, you know, 1.25, 1.2 for the last, you know, two, five, six, you know, wow. 20 years. Um, and there's a mad dash to a million, I think as mm -hmm. owners, yeah. right. B both from, you know, a revenue a vanity, a pride, like, yeah. you know, um, you know, also just like, ah, like, like, can I make it right? Like, like there's this, um, yeah like badge, you know, slash milestone of honor to get to that million. Yeah. And the the systems, the processes, the mindset and the team that got you to a million will not get you to three or five. Mm, yeah. Right. Yeah. And so like and and I've seen great visionaries with amazing, you know, like skills, a good network and great referrals get to a million very quickly. Right. Yeah. Um and and usually at that point right and i'm going to talk a little bit about the operations of things um not so much like the sales or the mm -hmm. mindset which you know are other components is like the systems that you build for for a million dollar business are usually around execution right can yeah. we can we produce can we deliver good results can we make clients happy can they stay happy yeah. um right and and really kind of thinking through that initial um sprout and sprint if it were yeah but now once you start wanting to break into like the three and seven now we're starting to think of like oh crap i need someone to manage these people yeah i need someone to manage results um so we start to think about you know what does the organization look like um you know who what kind of structure do we really want for the organization right is it like yeah. hierarchical is it a pod are we doing something where you know we we have a leadership team quote unquote in-house and mm -hmm. then maybe some of our execution is outsourced or white labeled or whatnot right um mm -hmm. and you know how do we how do we get leaner right like you start making more strategic decisions yeah. um and and with those strategic decisions it's like who's going to manage these people Mm -hmm. who's managing the results right and how is the owner if you really want to get to that next level are you kind of ending this i'm the single point of failure type mm -hmm. of like yeah. you know mantra that yeah. that you're stuck you know like you got your hands in all the cookie jars because you still know how to do everything yeah. um 
And, and how do we get others to manage, right? And so with that comes systems for communication, systems for project management, um, systems and, and operations for, you know, for management. And then once you start to want to break out of that sort of $7 million plateau and you're like, oh, I'm ready to hit eight figures. Mm -hmm. um, now we're really starting to talk about standardization of performance. Right. Um, right. So like no longer can we just get the thing through the door without, you know, and, and just like cross our fingers and hope it's good. Right. But yeah. um, how do we start putting in performance metrics for your accounts team, for right. your production team, for your sales team? Right. Like yeah. now we're really starting to take a look at, you know, these teams, which hopefully have like leads. Right. Mm -hmm. Whatever those yeah. leads look like. Right. Leads right. can look like managers, directors. Right. You know, up mm -hmm. the 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 chain, if it were, of of seniority. Mm -hmm. And and then how do we you know, how are they starting to manage those teams, those budgets, mm -hmm. um, you know, and results yeah. so that as an owner, you really are staying in the strategic and visionary standpoint. Yeah. And and that's what I've seen. It's sort of this um same resources just aren't going to get you to that next level you have to kind of up the ante when it comes to your operations yeah that makes a ton of sense uh and you know you referenced it about the idea of you know you're going to need more people potentially so that means you got to manage them and you 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 reference the challenges why why do people struggle with that why do people hate to manage other people because most of us didn't get into business to become HR, right? Like, mm. <laughs> like that wasn't like the dream, yeah. right? Like, yeah. um, you know, most of us came, you know, we, we went into business because either like, you know, we thought we could do it better, mm -hmm. um, faster, um, you know, and, and more like creative, right? Like, like yeah. there, there was, there was a stamp into the world that we wanted to make, right? right? Um, and usually that stamp was not like, let me really manage and harness like the most empowered team ever. <laughs> right? Right. Like, right. Yeah. Um, you know, for for most owners, right? Like the camps are usually um you're either really into innovation, right? Mm -hmm. So you're you're really into making like like a really fantastic product, right? Mm -hmm. Like like you know, and for marketers, it's like ah, oh, you're studying the algorithms, you know what they're thinking, right? Yeah. <laughs> like you, um, like you're like like you love the results of things, right? Um, yeah. you know, for for the other camp of owners, um, it's you love the the chase of the sale like right. you know it's it's really like you know you walk into the room you're the smartest person you can schmooze you can sell um you you know and you're and you're wanting to grow that empire right and so mm -hmm. like neither of these camps really are you know managers right like right. they're not really people in terms of a team oriented yeah. um and so you know and and i know it's like like it's cheeky to be like everyone hates management <laughs> but it's like not the favorite thing right like mm -hmm. and you know um being able to have those difficult conversations um being able to um make sure like know who's performing and who's not and mm -hmm. you're you're in it with your people which is great but usually the management detracts you from the stuff that you actually want to do right. which is to you know grow 
the business, um, mm -hmm. increase the book of business, increase the portfolio, whether that's like getting the sexier new projects or, you know, better clients, mm -hmm. um, you know, more strategic partnerships, right? Like out in the world, um, instead of asking, you know, why you're answering the same question a hundred times and right. why no one has common sense right so right. it's kind yeah. of um i i think it comes down to aptitude capability personality yeah. um most owners unless you're like this amazing person who is like a manager who actually enjoys manager you've been in corporate or you've had some sort of hr and then you went off and actually have developed that as a business right. most of us just like not exactly our cup of tea yeah no that makes total sense and i think you know i think there are some people who are really empathetic by nature but it i think you know the people who start these companies often are hard chargers i think that your point's super well taken so um yeah being able to to manage people, I, I can speak to it. It's I, I, I've been blessed with some good people, but man, when it goes sideways, it's really hard. Those hard conversations can really detract from everything else sometimes. Absolutely. Right. And like, and if you think about as, as you're expanding the business, right, like um, beyond like the seven into the eight figure, right? Like you're talking about the entire talent life cycle. It's like, you know, you're hiring, right? Um, mm -hmm. You know, are you doing active recruiting, passive recruiting? Um, who has time for that? Like, <laughs> right? <laughs> then it's like, you're onboarding, right? Yep. And you're hoping that like, you're not, you know, training someone via like osmosis. Right. Um, you're then managing their performance and, you know, KPIs is a whole thing of like, how do you grab, track, review, you know, performance? Mm -hmm. um, then again, like you have to put someone on a PIP on a performance improvement plan. Mm -hmm. Like, do you have the documentation for that? Like, right. are you offboarding? Right? Like, there's just so much. And I'm not even talking about like, the it just makes me tired. HR. Exactly. <laughs> it's like most owners, it's it's almost like bookkeeping. Like who yeah. wants to sit there and reconcile their books every month? Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah not me. I, I totally get it. Totally get it. Well, I think that, you know, that speaks to the idea that, you know, to grow to those next levels, processes are super important. Um, and people talk about processes for growing your business so that you can duplicate yourself, but how do processes help you create a better client experience? So um, I think that there's a lot to be borrowed from like user experience, right? From UX um, mm. and, and how people build um, like products. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, and and I often say that your for for B2B services, right? In which marketers land, um, for the most part, you like your process is your product. Mm. Right. If you can think about it yeah. that way. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. And and when your internal processes are messed up, clients know it. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. um, they really do, right? They're like, um, so oftentimes there'll be things like um, clients will come to us and they're like, damn it. Um, we, our client keeps asking us for more work. And, and we've seen this, you know, um, a client has gone from, you know, doing a 10 K retainer and then all of a sudden they've grown. And then they are asking the marketing agency, like, you know, can we triple that? And all of a sudden the agency is like, oh crap. Right. Um, yeah. you know, can we, can we five X that? And, yeah. and we've seen that, like, like we've seen clients grow because their retainers you know have gone you know and made them million dollar businesses off of like a couple of retainers and that goes into a whole other slew of issues too right, right. um but yeah. if 
if you're thinking about it, like, how is it that like your internal processes are being reflected, right? Mm-hmm. Um, when you onboard a client, right? Like, do they know what the next steps are? Do they know mm-hmm. what is happening? Um, when we're managing accounts, do do they do they understand the review process? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if not, oftentimes they're kind of like dragging it or, right. you know, or you're like, oh my God, I feel like I'm being exploited, but like, there's no expectations that were set. Yeah. Um, and so like what the client feels, um, and does is an outcome of your internal processes. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. That makes a ton of sense. Okay. That's, that's good stuff. You've got my wheels turning for sure. So final question for you. Um, what are sort of the, and I, I say three most, but what are the most important pieces of advice you have for people who want to scale their business? Um, well, what I think I already said, uh, treat your process like it were a product. I think yeah, that's I that. really um, important um, because, you know, if you think about it that way and, and you're getting feedback from both your clients and your team, um, you're able to, to improve it. Yeah. Um, you know, as you know, a subcategory of that is progress over perfection. Um, yeah. And I am going to call out the branding agencies. <laughs> <laughs> branding and communication agencies specifically i like um you know you you want to do function over you know it being like the most visual thing ever right um, totally like, agree <laughs> dirty drafts like yeah. i'm often like dirty drafts dirty drafts like you'll have something that you didn't have before it'll be awesome yeah. um so i think progress over perfection is is a huge one and then the the third thing i will say is like don't throw people at a process problem mm, um because good. that gets so expensive so quickly right right yeah. like i know that for most of us like creating systems and processes feels like a root canal like it's not fun <laughs> um <laughs> right but yeah, sure. um you know to use a dental analogy like if you go in and you get your checkups you know every six months and you look at your operations every six months it won't lead to that um right. and you know, especially, you know, with macroeconomics happening and, you know, whether it's an up market or a down market, like to be able to stay lean makes you competitive. It gives you profitability and that gives you money to invest, Mm -hmm. right? In in other things, not just people. Um, So taking some time, you know, um, it kind of takes time to create capacity. If if you create that capacity and you create that, productivity it will lead to more profitability so it's it's definitely you know kind of a a call to process um if it were yeah man that's great stuff juliana thank you so much for uh taking the time today where can uh, folks find out more about scale time um yes so like i know that as you know agency owners and marketers it's it's really grueling to scale um Mm -hmm. and it doesn't have to be so we have tons of resources um one of the easiest things is like joining our newsletter Mm -hmm. um we have like six months worth of just value to um you know to share in terms of like little micro steps that you can Mm -hmm. do to implement in your business um you can check that out at scaletime.co forward slash podcasts forward slash marketing joy. 
um that'll be there we also have a five minute diagnostic um it basically uncovers like 50 operational gaps um in five minutes it sort of replaces us hanging out with you for two weeks and interviewing <laughs> your entire team um yeah, so that. that's a, a huge thing that we've developed over the years um you know we send you fancy results so take advantage of that and um if you're at that place where you're like oh um, maybe i've hit that plateau or we're a little stuck and you wanna um you know chat and have a strategy call i am totally down for doing that and that's at scaletime.co forward slash podcasts forward slash marketing joy it's awesome juliana this was really fun we'll have to do it again sometime okay absolutely all right well that's going to wrap up this edition of delivering marketing joy we'll see you next time delivering marketing joy.